0: Copy this. Big Thinking Local Climate Action. We know there's a climate emergency happening right now and that we're running out of time to avoid irreversible damage to the world around us. Responding to this emergency needs many more people to join in and to act together in the name of climate action. In this episode, we will explore an ambitious plan that could spark more of the collective local action we desperately need. I'm Rick Casali, co-founder of climate action charity, Carbon Copy, and I'm chatting today with Danny Bent. Danny is an athlete, an adventurer, someone with an incredible knack for bringing people together, and he's the co-founder of One Run. Welcome, Danny.
1: Oh, thank you so much for having me, Rick.
0: I am so pleased that we could catch up today um, because I know your life is so hectic. I gather you've just finished running a marathon yesterday, and I know you're heading off to Nepal at the end of this week. So it's just fantastic that you and I can just grab a bit of time right now to chat.
1: Yeah, that's exactly it. I'm kind of half half loaded with energy from yesterday and uh, but trying to reserve some for like, you know, a ginormous hike up a mountain uh, at the end of the week. So it's it's, it's all go.
0: Well, can I start for those people that may not have heard about One Run? Um with you just explaining a little bit about the organization that you co-founded and and possibly you know why you set it up in the first place
1: yeah i mean uh that takes i have to take us back to 2013 uh is when we set it up and that was as a, as a response to what happened in boston uh, two bombs went off at the boston marathon finish line mm. um, and i just thought that we can't have that happen. And I I had to do something. It was like a driving force within me that nothing was going to stop me doing something for this, these people. And we kind of thought about what we could do over in, you know, we're obviously in the UK and this thing's going off in America. And we came up with this kind of wild idea that we could run a relay from LA on the West coast to Boston on the East coast. We, we kind of crafted this um, peace lily looking baton and asked the, uh, the idea was that we asked the American people to carry it 10 miles at a time continuously from L.A. to Boston. It was it was like a, it was a symbol of um, of it was a symbol of support, really. And we thought if we can raise a little bit of money along the way, that'd be amazing. But like, we were thinking like two or three thousand pounds and we needed it's three thousand miles from L.A. to Boston. So we needed 300 people to carry this baton.
0: And what and, kind of response did you get?
1: Well, I mean, that's the thing. It, like, um, we we really needed three hundred people, but what actually happened was that we organised this thing um, in such a small space of time. It was seven weeks after the bombings had happened that we were we we were leaving LA, and I kind of arrived in LA, and we're going to be in the the support vehicle that got nicknamed the Stinkmobile. But <laughs> um, thousands of people had got involved, and uh, you know the the media got behind us and. Uh, with celebrities taking part and tweeting about us and all this sort of stuff and 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 by the time we arrived in Boston we'd raised six hundred six hundred thousand dollars and talking about it now is kind of completely different because we've done so much since Mm. but at that point two of us were sitting in my kitchen in Devon and it was just crazy idea like no idea whether it was going to work and we just had the tiny idea and we pushed that with all our might and got behind it and didn't let anything get us down, and and then you can create such dynamic change in the world through a tiny idea pursued with purpose and drive and all those. And so I, I love those lessons for everyone. Ev, always,
0: yeah. And, and I think for me, perhaps what surprised you and is so wonderful about this is um it just brings the power of togetherness to life. Yeah. You know, the, the, the sheer number of people that came behind that tiny idea to turn it into a really massive event is quite incredible yeah we gather when you say you've done more of the same is i guess your one run is all about mass participation running events just bringing people together
1: yeah and and it's it's more than that because the the thing we, we we thought we were doing this for the people who were affected by the bombs yes they did gain from it but every single person that Got involved, gained from it, and and that those moments of baton handovers were so powerful. that each and every single one was charged with electricity, and people would see the baton coming before they have even touched it, and they'd burst into tears, knowing how many people have got it to this point, and how many people are going to be, you know, once they pass it on, how many people are going to be carrying it on. And that's the lesson we really learned was that yes, mass participation. I took part in a mass participation event yesterday. Did I form real tangible uh, relationships with those people around me probably not
0: Mm.
1: but when you make this a relay and you're working together the gains that can be made are are unbelievable and I'll I'll quickly kind of fast forward us through what what what's kind of led on from there and we we worked with Sadiq Khan in London his Mm. team on uh, breaking down gang culture in London you know this beauty of togetherness and we had um, ex-gang members refugees uh, homeless people all take part in the in the relay alongside ceos and cleaners and builders and you know mm. clerks and whatever it is you know and um, we broke the world record for the longest continuous running relay we just ran around london continuously for 30 days which was absolutely mental
0: yeah
1: um again we raised loads of money for charity again and, and there's always been there's always been something um, in my mind about global goals and whether they are whether that's to do with climate or just this t- togetherness and and of course like what do we have to do to do, deal with the climate issues that are going on right now we need to come together and we all need to work on this together as one and uh, you know i love the way that the relay symbolizes that but you know uh, one little last thing we did a we did a global relay which was much more about humanity and um, injustice and inequality and all this sort of stuff and um again, raise a load of money. We had people from every single country in the world take part, North Korea, Sudan, Syria, Afghanistan. We had loads of people from Afghanistan running. And um, that was a virtual one because of COVID. It got in the way of uh, kind of our aspirations for something a little bit more uh, multinational. Uh, but it was absolutely phenomenal. And we, we did that the first year. We got 15,000 people involved, which was just incredible. Um, and then, the next year after that, we ran it again and got 10 times that. We had 160,000 people taking part all around the world. You know, just, just saying it just sounds so ridiculous because we're still like a grassroots community. that we're, we're a grassroots organization and community that are, you know, we're just doing these things to make the world a little bit of a better place. We all have other things we're doing to bring money in to pay our bills. It still feels like a passion project, but maybe it's just kind of, starting to spread its fingers and we, obviously like climate's been in the news we're all very aware of it right now and 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 that that that's been something that's been nagging us the whole time like how can we do something to help the climate and
0: it's a passion project that is clearly resonating with lots of people and bringing their passion on board I mean I think it's really interesting the contrast you you made between the marathon that you ran yesterday which was very much an athletic event where people were running to get personal bests, et cetera. And the nature of setting up these relays, which is so much more than than running. Uh, the running is almost incidental to why people are coming together. And it's it's an event that's got purpose and it's the purpose that's driving people and bringing them to tears at the baton exchange and that kind of thing.
1: Yeah. The running is absolutely secondary and we, we try and be radically inclusive and we want everyone to be able to get involved. With, so we have different stages and things like this that are, you can do at any any sort of pace. Obviously, we we do have to keep to a time schedule, but yeah, we we definitely facilitate so that um, you know ev- everyone can get involved.
0: So I, I love your expression a uh, radical uh, inclusivity—the idea of really thinking about how do we bring more and more people on board. And, and as you know, Carbon Copy is really looking forward to working with One Run because you've got I mean, you have so many big ideas, but um, on your next big idea towards the end of the year, which is what I'd love for you to talk about a little bit, but that is really in essence about bringing more and more people uh, together in the name of climate action. So I know it's called uh, running out of time. Yeah uh, can you please, first of all give us a headline as to what this big idea is.
1: Yep, so Running Out of Time, it's another relay, it's a long-distance relay, and we're delivering messages from the, the leaders of tomorrow, the youth that we work with, uh, to the leaders of today. We're taking their message from COP26, that was in Glasgow last year, to El Sheikh in Egypt this year, uh, where all the leaders are going to be um, discussing climate. And we, so we're delivering their message and then the, that message is going to be read out to all the leaders of um of today to try and get those the, the messages from these children into their heads you know like I, anyone who works with kids knows that the purity of that of of being a child the messages they come up with just, you just they they sink into your brain immediately because they are so so they're so simple so doable so reachable and so um it's it's fantastic to be doing this and, and it's about seven thousand kilometers just over seven thousand 000 kilometers uh running through 16 different countries along the way but we had this idea this is this is this is the idea that we had and we thought it's gonna be amazing and it's so nice because we've been working more and more with schools so we're visiting schools along the way schools are kind of playing a massive massive part in this and and then We start speaking to people like you guys, Carbon Copy, and we're we're now visiting 27 different locations throughout the UK where amazing things have been done in the name of climate. And um, so whether they, I mean, the ones I'm most excited about, maybe you can give us a bit more detail about that, but the, the, the ones that get me are the ones that, are being youth led and that's super awesome and then of course we carry that on through Europe we're visiting places that have been affected by climate change so we actually are running on the glacier a glacier in Austria that has been shrinking at a crazy rate and we're visiting places where there's been um, forest fires but we're also visiting those places that are doing something incredible that we want to kind of give these places a, a little thing to stand on and shout about what they're doing to help with the current crisis. It's absolutely beautiful. And anyone we've been speaking to has been saying, yep, we can lend a hand. And that's, that. yeah, that's it. Our team's not big. But as soon as you get these things rolling, my goodness, the team's ginormous because every runner that gets involved says, I'm, I'm here to run. How can I help? And And they become your kind of your marketing executives that end up kind of getting everyone involved. And it's beautiful. I
0: I think the the ambition is, is breathtaking. And in many ways, that point is what captures people's imagination and wants them to be a part. Not least also because the idea of this relay is to shine a light back on those people that are leading on climate action, are implementing solutions to the climate emergency right now. And and they're very inspiring in terms of what they do. And so to have a run of this scale be used to help really promote what people are doing on the ground what the youth of today, the messages that they have to carry to leaders of tomorrow, is, is a fantastic way to really bring this relay to life. And am I right in thinking because 7,000 kilometres or thereabouts is incredible? Is, have you done anything that long before? Like, is this world record breaking? I,
1: yeah, this is another, this is this would break the current record. Um, someone has beaten our record, and so <laughs> we'll be taking it back. But that's, it, I think that is secondary, you know, that's just something that's going to come from doing it. It's not something that we're really focusing on, but um, you know, how cool is it to be involved in something so huge? And 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 and, and it is huge, crazy huge thing. That's very very complicated. But at the end of the day, can I run down to the end of my road and pass the baton to one of my friends who pass who runs it on? another 10 miles or 10 kilometers and then passes it, it, it that is a very very simple and that's the beauty of this it it, it feels like the hugest beast you ever you'll ever see but actually there's a little bit of pressure on me to do my little bit which is great like we all want to be doing something and this is one of those small steps that you can take which is part of a bigger change you know so that's 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 how, how why why these things are so special, because you, you're you not going to run across America or around London for 30 days or from Glasgow to Shemel Sheikh, But you can be part of it, part of the message that that brings.
0: Yeah. And tell me a little bit about your thinking on the baton. Like is it a physical baton? Is it going to be used to somehow carry messages?
1: Yeah, so we've got a whole group of uh, young people who are coming together and they are working out what that uh, message is going to be what the, what is the message that is going to be read to the leaders of today and that message will then get put in the baton so it the baton doesn't you know it becomes even more important at that point because it's carrying this these messages from the kids and um, we we're, we're working on details but i have this kind of vision in my mind that you know, we've we've run we've run seven thousand kilometers. We're we we're, we we're just going into COP twenty seven, and we pass the baton to a, a single Egyptian child who is going to be our representative. She goes up onto the stage. The kind of the the baton, you kind of twist the two parts of the baton. This is my vision. I'm a little bit romantic in the, the way I think, and you know, this the a little bit of kind of the ice stuff that kind of that comes off in a kind of cloud of smoke, and she takes it off pulls out the message, unrolls it and reads it to people. You know, like nearly all the leaders of the world are going to be there listening to this message. And, ah, man, that moment is going to be something. There's there's things that happen on these relays and they're very, very, very powerful. Lots of things happen that are amazing, but there's certain bits that just remain in your soul forever and you can rely on going forward. I'll give an an example of when we went across... The, the finish line at Boston and one of the people who had had both of his legs blown to pieces, he died twice on the operating table was there carrying our piece, Lily baton across that finish line being pushed by his daughter who he'd been watching, waiting to finish the marathon. He'd been cheering wildly all the other runners and then he'd been involved in the blast. Uh, and, and at that moment, you know, this is the beauty of humanity as well. And he, he just looked up at me at that moment going across that finish line. He's revisiting a place of, infinite trauma in his life he's having this moment with his daughter there's you know, massive media around there's lots and lots of runners and he still had this presence of mind to look up at me and go Dan this is when I start to heal and that message for me now you know we we, we, we go through hard times doing these relays or, or you know even you know I'm going off to Nepal I'm climbing mountains there's moments there where you think what on earth am I doing this is just ridiculous it's too huge you're bitten up more than you can chew kind of thing and all I have to do that message for me is kind of stored in a in a little box in right next to my heart and and anytime I think you're you're not good enough for this or, or whatever I just open that up and I hear those words I'm like I'm on the path this is my path and it's it's the right path and we're creating change, and that's—I feel emotional just just talking to you. Like we're one-on-one on Zoom, and I feel like I want to cry because it's just so phenomenal.
0: You're listening to Copy This, a podcast about working together on big thinking local climate action. It is so so powerful, and and I can see that that image that you've painted uh, in terms of reading out that message. Uh, at COP27. and That will be an incredible moment. I I think for me, another incredible moment I reflect on what this relay can do is all the stories that will be gathered along the way and taking those stories of what people are doing, where they live locally, to make the world around them a better place and sharing all of those. All of those are really powerful stories in themselves. And I think just hearing that just amplifies that people at a grassroots level there's really a groundswell of action that people are taking and obviously we want uh, our leaders from you know nationally and internationally to move faster and with more urgency but there's so much that people are doing and i think the power of this relay will also be to highlight that and to give a lot of hope to people that are feeling perhaps a little bit hopeless that you know we're not moving as fast as we should
1: yeah let's just
0: take you guys
1: Carbon Copy, we're working with 27 projects in the UK. And we're, so we're, we're hoping to document every single one of those, whether it's for um, our social media or whether we've got a, a, an amazing documentary team following the Baton, Redwood. They're going to be making a, a film at the end of it, which they have high hopes is going to, you know, win awards and things like this, which is something we've never done before, which is super, super exciting. But the, the UK isn't that big. 27 projects, that means one of those is pretty close to where you are. Uh, in the uk and i think there's going to be so many opportunities there's the big story there's the delivering of the messages from the children to the the leaders that's that's massive but at the end of the day there's probably going to be more powerful things that leaders can't even achieve happening in this in this relay whether that's a connection between two people and it it may have absolutely nothing to do with the climate it may be something you, you connect on a totally different level and you've both gone through the same experience you're both dealing with something internally have this experience together and then share it forever. And you've got a, a support, there's one extra to your support network for the rest of your life.
0: Yeah. And also just to build on this idea of the 27 initiatives will be ones that will highlight that on the route and the 27 is obviously a nod to COP27. But to your earlier point about inclusivity, we don't just want to focus on those 27. So we will, as we build up to the relay, want to gather as many stories as possible from the UK, because Carbon Copy is focused on the UK, so that we're sharing stories far and wide across all four nations and also hopefully getting other countries to look at what we're doing in the UK and encourage them also to shine a light on a lot of the great local actions that are happening where they are.
1: It's phenomenal, isn't it? It is. The things that you're doing, the people, you, you you are shining a light on these projects straight away. And if we can shine a light onto you to shine a light onto them... And then and then and then if, if things start spreading globally because of this, like, oh, wow, that's a project that doesn't require a bazillion pounds to make it happen. We can start that now. And if, imagine if you get a message from someone in Israel or you or in Greece just saying, oh, thanks. Thanks for the inspiration. We're going to do something similar. Boom.
0: Amazing. Amazing. Can I just ask a couple of questions to do with the logistics? Because people might be thinking a couple of things. I know I did initially when I thought about the idea, which is starts in Glasgow. It traces its way through parts of Scotland, England and Wales and ends up around Dover. And then there's a stretch of water before we get to France. What's your thinking on how this baton is going to get from one side of the channel to the other?
1: Well, just uh, I mean, I'll, I'll start with what we first thought, <laughs> which was that we were gonna we were gonna get a, a, a relay team to swim the channel, and um, but that's that swiftly changed into a uh, sailing across. So we, we wanted it to be absolutely carbon neutral, with the the um, you know everything human powered or um, climate powered kind of thing. So um, yes, we're sailing it across the channel, but and this is the amazing thing: once you get to Calais, there's a lot of a lot of land and you can get, you can pretty much get to, I mean, I, I actually cycled from London to Southern India without touching any water after the channel. Uh, this is a quite a lot of years ago. I did that, but um, yes, we, but we do have to, we, because of, of the things that are going on in um, in Syria and things like this, we are going where we, we hit the water again. We go, we're going to um, from Greece to Cyprus and then from Cyprus to Israel. And, but these bits just add extra excitement yep. to what is an already mind-blowingly exciting experience. And I I ne- these are some of the, the highlights, I think.
0: Yeah. And if I'm listening and I'm thinking to myself, well, this is fantastic, but it sounds like it's an event for elite runners, you know, I'm not a runner. Can you kind of correct that that misperception? Yeah, that is exactly not what we're about. You know, it's it's it's
1: kind of like saying we're dependent on the leaders to make stuff happen in, in, with the climate uh we're all we can all take a responsibility and we want we want this to be for everyone and we're always incredibly accommodating we have people come in and they're like oh there's a 10 kilometer section we've got 10 friends can we do it 10 of us go um, a kilometer each and and that's absolutely groovy with us and we have these kind of more um, circular routes that go at a very very um, gentle um, pace and, and and actually the relay doesn't move at an incredible pace anyway so yes and um, there's there's even we've even popped in a few because we're working with a few um, cycle initiatives we've got a few cycle um, legs and things like this so if running's not your thing you can be involved in those ones.
0: I think that's fantastic yeah like you say that really speaks to this idea of We would like everyone to be on board uh, and we want to try and include as many people as possible in the run, supporting the run or using the run to showcase the climate action that they're taking. I mean, this can be used in so many different ways. That
1: that really is it. There's there's a simplicity of the baton being passed. But around that, that's kind of the spinal cord of what we're doing. But around that, there's so much flesh of, of the projects, of the schools, of the people we meet the characters along the way, the mishaps that turn into new opportunities, it really is going to be something that I'm very hopeful that will get a lot of eyes that, that might not normally be engaged in this sort of conversation, engaged.
0: And that that is something that, from a carbon copy perspective, we feel very excited about as well, which is we have got to try and and get more people engaged in uh, addressing the climate emergency uh, because it can't just be addressed by a small cohort of of people within the the little eco bubble. And so, how do we reach out? How do we connect? And how do we bring more people on board? And I'm really excited that this run might go some ways to doing that. Yeah, Danny, can I want to ask you a question because you you energise me every time I, I listen to you. And I think one of the things that I'd be curious to find out from you is organizing this is an extraordinary challenge in and of itself. And and you've done many other extraordinary challenges in the past. How does it stop the size of the challenge from being overwhelming? How do you actually just keep going? Because in some ways it's a bit of a metaphor for how we should try and tackle this climate crisis, which is so big that it can feel too big to actually even start making a meaningful impact. So how do you how do you address these big challenges?
1: I, I think um, this, this gives me an opportunity right now to give a massive shout out to Jamie, Hetty and Dan, who are like core uh, parts of the team. They are insanely more organised and uh, than I am, but but there's there. You, sometimes I I kind of like, why am I even part of this? Like you guys are just so amazing, but my part of it comes in exactly this statement: you shouldn't allow anything in your life to stop you, especially not thinking this is too big for me or anything like that. Get those thoughts out of your mind right away, and don't be. I think it's not about being afraid. And and that's something I've just been born with, I think, where I don't have the, when I was a kid, I didn't, I wasn't scared of jumping off the cliff into water. Now, as an adult, adult, I'll put that in inverted commas. uh, I'm I'm not scared about saying, okay, we're going to run 7,000 miles with um, 10,000 runners and a million school children. Uh, uh, that that's um, that that is a beauty. That um, you, but you can you can harness that power, and that is something I talk about outside of this, whether like you know in businesses, is just that taking a small step. Not everyone can take that big leap right away, but you can start making the tiny changes. it's, it's just madness, isn't it? The climate crisis that we have is so intertwined in every single conversation you are ever going to have. In like, take those small steps first, then challenge those small steps, take a little bigger step. So, and you and know, that's exactly the same with the climate, isn't it? We can't all make massive steps, but we can all take small steps that then start turning into massive steps when you gain the confidence that, um, and, and that is that's not just for the climate, that's for life. Mm. If you forever sit thinking someone else is going to do it or uh, that I can't do that. Where, where is the life where is the wild free pure living in that which is at what every single human being desires at their deepest core of who they are mm-hmm. wanting to feel like you, you I, I think I, I kind of mentioned it earlier on you are enough you can do this and if anyone's listening and that and that is all they take from this this conversation we've had that is um a, a beautiful thing because you are enough and you are capable of infinitely more than you give yourself credit
0: that's a wonderful message and and also just as a build to that is also you know what we can show the world uh that we can achieve when we also work together there's also something incredible in this togetherness and in working uh, towards a a shared goal and a common purpose
1: yeah yeah that, that i'm talking about the individual earlier but, and then, and then you combine these insanely capable human beings, and then we are capable of so much more than the kind of sum of our parts when we come together. It's kind of cliche thing to say, but absolutely true. And and if each and every single one of those people are are moving at a kind of with a power within them, man, oh man, we we are capable of infinite change.
0: That is such. An uplifting and positive message um, on which to end. Danny, time has flown by. Um, As always, fantastic, the chat. I'd like to leave our listeners with a couple of thoughts based on on what you've shared with us. And and the first is, you know, what better way to represent the unity and strength that we wish to see from today's leaders than this nonstop running relay? Which is going to require cooperation, determination, and friendship to travel, you know, almost seven thousand kilometers. And I'd also ask, you know, what better way to highlight the impact of local climate action than by using this extraordinary relay as a way to share people's climate action stories, so that others will join in and help make an even bigger difference? So, so Danny, we're really looking forward to working with you on this event and to and to making it really big in the name of climate action. And in the meanwhile. Safe travels to Nepal. Namaste. Oh,
1: thanks, Rick. Namaste.
0: <laughs> For more information about today's episode, check out carboncopy.eco forward slash copy this. Join in the conversation by following us on Twitter and using the hashtag #CopyThisPod. Until next time.